that's where we're going. All right. Back on your screens and in your ears. Welcome back to Papa G's house. Sorry I've taken so long. Welcome, guys. We've got Matt and Devin from Crossfire Collision. What's happening, dudes? How are you doing? Very good, thank you. And yourself? Pretty good. Cool, man. Sorry it's taking so long to get this stuff together. Obviously, if anybody's um, checked out the show, then they would be able to see the changes. Have we been elusive? We're, we're a little bit more comfortable, comfortable now, eh? Yeah, this is... Yeah, different that perspective. That actually is a, a, it uh, moonlights as a casting couch. Which kind of mug <laughs> couch? I think God. I've seen I've seen this couch. So what's happening, guys? <laughs> um, there's a lot going on in the Crossfire Collision camp at the moment. So tell yes. me what's been happening. <laughs> Bits and bobs, eh? Got an EP or album? How how, how do we describe I don't know. this thing? I, I like to call it an album, but it's six I'd songs. Like an uh, album, yeah. EP songs. Everyone's doing EPs nowadays, so. Yeah, I guess sure, it's an man. EP. No shame. It's an EP. Okay. And, and when did you guys start working on this epic release? Because I've actually, uh, for the listeners, I've actually heard it and it is just, it's a masterpiece, guys. I'm really, I'm proud to say that that it's, it's I'm proudly South African. You guys are, are bringing next level. Oh, thank you, man. Appreciate that. <laughs> oh, it's, all, so kind. it's all Devin's oh, wow. handiwork. No, yeah, no, man, you guys no, have really, you've, you've really vibes, done, a, done, a, done a stellar job. I mean, we'll get to it later and we'll, mm. we'll feature some of the songs. But I want to kind of find out where did cross, Crossfire Collision come from and how did it all come about? Because I know you guys were in like different bands uh, at, a, at, at some stage uh, in your... Yeah, old as fuck, yeah. Old as fuck. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, do you want to... When did, when did we cross paths and stare into each other's when eyes? Did, when did we cross eyes? When did we <laughs> we crossed eyes, cross swords? Um, I don't know. What, you want to go? You want to do like a like how a far back? Re- yeah. How well, far back do you want to okay. go here? Let, let me um, put it to you this way. I met you guys. I met you. Mm. Um, I can't remember the year, but I was following and I was going to college with Rob from Man in Suit. Oh, mm. wow, yeah. And he got me super like interested into the like the local scene and mm. all that kind of jazz. And I'd never seen a live show and blah blah blah. And we always used to chat about how rad it is to play in a band. He played bass in a man in suit and mm. I'd met Scott and met all the other guys and I went and saw their first show. It was that uh Fleet House Party that turned Steve Benjamin's house. Yeah, oh, I think God. I think it was. There's his like house. a stabbing there. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. There was a guy I that I went to school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People were stabbed. Yeah, um, I, was there. I didn't remember any yeah. stabbings. So, so man and suit. So the band we we played in before before Matt joined the band, he did join Doppler Effect. The Doppler Effect. Yeah, yeah. there was myself, Sean DV, Peter Walton on guitar, Graham Powers on bass, and Mark Moise on guitar uh, mm-hmm. vocals. Um, and we released an EP, a five-track EP in 2005. I think it was earlier than that even. I think it might have been, been like 2003 even. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> somewhere around yeah, there, early know, 2000s. Ago, yeah. And so, yeah, Man in Suit and the Doppler Effect, they were like brother bands, if you want to call okay. it. We always played together. It's actually when they had those... Um, you know when those things were very popular, when the the fake tattoo sleeves, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was you actually could buy them by um, with a coin. That's yep. funny you mention that because the, the the first show I ever played with the Doppler effect, uh, 
I wore two of those fake oh, tattoo sleeves. Yeah, I used yeah. to wear them all the time. Really, it's so funny, dude. Like, <laughs> but th- th- those things were epic in their day. Hey? Like, I it was know. just like, okay, sweet. I don't really need to get them, but I can look cool for a night. A friend of mine had a, used to have a, um, a a company where he put gumball machines. Yeah. In different stores. And uh, one of his gumball machines had little eggs with these fake tattoo sleeves inside them. Yeah, that's exactly what I was talking about. Yeah. There's like yeah. twist off things and, you know. Although you when you got surprise. hairy arms and like your one arm's normal with hair <laughs> the and then you got like this like out. super tight like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks weird. It looks like an amputee. Or maybe it's so like a fresh tattoo that's, you know. Yeah, it looks tattoo. like you got like oh, yeah, I guess taking you got care shaved. of some like burns. I don't know. It, look, yeah, it, <laughs> it looks a bit strange. I've got photos of myself wearing it, so I'm allowed to judge. But yeah. Well, I mean, geez, <laughs> if I went into my catalog, I've, I've got plenty myself. Let's go into it. So like there's no judgment on my side whatsoever. Yeah. So like carry on with, with how you guys came about because you, were you guys in Doppler Effect together? No, no. Uh, I was... I actually played trumpet for a band called Zero Tolerance, which Matt was in, <laughs> okay. um, which is like a ska punk band. And I don't know why I did it, to be honest. I also don't really know it's, why you it's, did it. It's a bizarre moment in my life. How did you um, even get a trumpet? Okay, first of all, you played uh, trumpet. So I went for trumpet lessons and everything. Uh, I went through, I mean, I still dig ska, um, but I was I was more into it then. And they were like, Darian Leprini, I went to high school with him in, at Abbott's okay. College. And he was like, yo, looking for a trumpeter. And I just moved to Abbott's College. This and is a guy that was played a lonely man. drums so was, for us. He was, okay. just for context. Yeah. Um, so in he zero tolerance, yeah. And he was like the only friend I made there in the first week. So he was like, well, do you know anyone who can play trumpet? I was like, I'll play trumpet. <laughs> like, please. please <laughs> let me in. So, <laughs> and, but ha- were you, I mean, obviously I was already you with knew how to play, play the trumpet, but uh, okay, well, let's segue a little bit. <laughs> I want to hear like, okay. Yeah. You play guitar in mm. Crossfire Collision. You play yes. guitar and you also do some stellar vocals. Um, I do some vocals. You do some... Well, I think they're pretty... <laughs> I think they do. I think oh, they're, they're awesome. Thank you. Um, it's not easy to carry a harmony. Mm. Um, I know. Mm. I've tried. Mm. Um, so so when you nail them, they, they sound just... Oh, yeah. I actually prefer singing to playing guitar. Okay. I get more uh, satisfaction. I than, yeah, well, this is the truth. <laughs> this is a revelations no, no I, you when, it, when it works uh, i prefer the the satisfaction that comes from like a, a sick harmony when you okay. lock it in and it just sounds like awesome to me that's rad i don't know 100 mm. but now i want to know um when you you want to speed up the process here like from no 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 no, no, no trumpet came came in and <laughs> trumpet player i want to know in. about the yeah. whole trumpet playing what did you start playing and then we, then we then we can move to you mm. I've, I've got all the time in the world here so <laughs> I, I don't care backtracking right. and, and and so, so doctor effect was always like my my first baby like okay. I, I really wanted i love that band and um i'll you know when you're younger you have time you can play in two bands you can play in three bands and i had a great time with zero torrents mm-hmm. but I was I wasn't the songwriter in Zero Tolerance, and okay. maybe I'm a bit of a control freak, but I like to write, be a songwriter, and write the songs. Yeah. So that's where Doppler Effect I could do that. Okay. Um. So yeah, we went through a few member changes in Doppler Effect. Um. The singer, who was a big part of it, obviously he he just decided to leave for the UK. Okay. And well, I mean that happens quite a lot. Eh? Yeah, we went through about three bassists. Um, disappear. Yes, yeah, so we went through 
so many lineup changes. We had Brett Allen White on bass for a while. Yeah, from um, Past Horns. Past Horns. He actually sang for a while as well. Well, he's got a great uh, we had voice. Ian Robbins, I suppose. Yeah, Armour for Nightmares. Yeah, yeah. I remember that was with like John Shaban and all those dudes. Eh? Yeah, was in the John band, Case yeah. and yeah. Then we had Ian Robbins. I don't even know Ian. Walk with the Wicked. Uh, Walk with the Wicked. Guitarist. I remember um, having long conversations like like over many beers with Charles about like like Walk with the Wicked. Mm. And he was he mm. always spoke very highly of them. And uh, I believe he actually also played one solo on one of their tracks or something yeah, like that. Quite if, possible. Uh, Call my bullshit um, because I don't really know. But no one remembers anything yeah, anymore. Anyway. Sure. It's all good. Um, so yeah, Ian Robbins played bass, and then uh, we were looking for another vocalist, and Matt came in and around 2000. I remember I came in and I I tried out for yeah uh, for bass I think because because um, Mark and Graham had left the Doppler effect, and I came in and as a guitarist. Um, and someone who didn't sing in a band um, to come in and and I mean I just loved the Doppler, the, the Doppler effect at the time. Yeah. Um, so I came in as someone who was going to try it for bass, and I just thought like. At the, okay, so would, you tried it for bass initially. Yeah. Okay. And I think we failed in. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, failed. Um, and uh, I think you guys took a um, took a risk because uh, I had shown a little bit of interest in actually singing for the mm. band and i'd never sung for Thank a band God before um well i'm not saying that in a disrespect, <laughs> disrespectful way at all i'm just saying uh yeah I, I mean i suppose if that didn't happen like i wouldn't have fire, I, I don't think i would have sung in any band um and, and just in context matt did backup vocals for zero torrents and it was it was fucking terrible. so bad it was the worst thing I've ever heard. So when he wanted to audition as the lead singer of the Doctor Effect, I was like, mm, "What are you thinking? How do I <laughs> tell this guy? No." But then I think you auditioned in Gandalfs and, and um, I auditioned in Gandalfs to. How Kill did you Switch audition in Gandalfs? You just sang to a song <laughs> in the background. No, Kill like, hey, bro, I can sing your song. I yeah, promise. Listen to this. Actually, to one night to you, I did that. Um, not to one up you, dude. Uh, yeah. But I did that once with Rob with Battle for the Sky, Man in Suit. I was uh, like, I want to sing in your band. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? And I, I think I remember belting it one night when I had way too much to drink. So I know how that feels. But I mean, I guess like that's the way that we did it back in the day. Like, you, yeah. you know, mm. none of us. No Gumtree vibes. No, no, it wasn't. It was just, okay, I've got a bit of Dutch courage. Um, and we're, you know, sort of 20 yeah. old to 21 at the time. Uh, and I was, I was taking a risk cause I knew that my, my backups were like subpar. Yeah. I was always a shy vocalist. I, I sang really low because I didn't, I just felt embarrassed. Yeah. Um, but I just thought in my head that maybe, maybe I could actually sing for this band. Um, and I think if they didn't uh, take it on for some bizarre reason that they did, if they didn't do that, mm. I, I probably wouldn't have sung for a band. So ever, you, are yeah. you one of those dudes that like needs that? Because um, I'm, I'm, I'm also another guy who needs that constant push from his bandmates to be like, dude, mm. you, you're I, so good. I don't, you I don't think do so. This. I don't think so now because now we're quite comfortable. Yeah. But, but back then. Uh, I think if there wasn't a push, yeah. I wouldn't have done it at all. Um, so it's amazing what, what could be 
and what it could have yeah. been and all that kind of it stuff. It would have just, you know, that feeling yeah. when you like, you think in the back of your head, oh, no, you know, I, like there are melodies that I, that would sound cool for this and would sound cool for that. And I wish maybe I could just give it a chance. Um, and, uh, if there isn't a push in that first initial stage, yeah. then uh, it's very easily kind of just... And when uh, when was that defining it. moment for you? I mean, when in your, you know, because you'd gone, you joined Doppler. Mm. Did you actually join on bass? Because I don't remember you playing no, bass. No, I never, I never played bass. Um, uh, they ended up... Check me dropping knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. They, nice work, bro. I, I never played bass for the Doppler effect. Um, and then uh, what happened was... I tried out and there were a bunch of people that had also sent in mm. uh, recordings of themselves. I think Devin handed out a vocal free track and uploaded it somewhere. And there were, it was actually on Gumtree. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Yeah. Got a few very interesting responses. Some of them oh, were man. funny. Some of them were great. Um, uh, I didn't hear all of them. I Most terrible. Just bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. I just, I threw my hat into the ring and, and and that was that. So um, I think I remember the first time we recorded a song called Requiem for Flight. Uh, and it was the Total Kill Switch ripoff. Yeah, I, I, I ripped off that song. Oh. Uh, but who didn't back then, eh? Oh, man. I mean, we've, we've got... To it now. We, um, just to, to mm. give you a bit of context, we've... Uh, Atlantic South uh, are busy writing an album and mm. one of the songs we felt like just the one chord, just the one chord made us <laughs> mm. feel like kill switch. Mm. Um, and, uh, we called it the end of Borlake. <laughs> <laughs> just so for the reference. That's but anyway. Never thought of that. Just a random piece of information, but carry on. So, so you, yeah. So we released, a, I think we released a few singles. Like we didn't record. We never uh, even released anything. No, we didn't we really just, release a, a full album with Matt, but then, um, that top effect kind of fell away. I think um, people just, I don't know. We moved people on to... Left. We, uh, we, we had a couple of people dro drop out and, and mm -hmm. the style had kind of changed and we we then decided, all right, well, either we um, continue with the Doppler effect with play the more old people again or let's just start something start fresh. Because it's Turbo, quite easy yeah. for a lot of people to go through that process and be like, okay, well, we've got a whole set of songs or do we want to start mm. afresh and under a different name and a different, uh, like style, et cetera, et yeah. cetera. So did you go, okay, we're, we're know the same music and all that kind of stuff, but we're going to be changing the direction and the sound mm. and all that kind of stuff to suit I the new project. I think it was project. more like a definite, definite change like in the shift. direction of the music. We all kind of were hanging out a lot together and listening to be like, oh, here's this new band. Let's listen to this. And, you know, so I think our musical taste kind of shifted simultaneously. So it wasn't such a hard decision to make to mm. we were like, okay, this is what we wanted. Like Thrice was a big band. We were all like, this is fucking amazing. We're not doing the, the chunky metalcore stuff anymore. We want to make it a bit more progressive. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and Brett Allen White was an AB Turbo and he also brought that. He was also a big fan of, you know, prog, prog stuff. So post hardcore, I mean, not prog. Right, Pro post hardcore, the, 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 the. yeah, yeah, you know, like Norma Jean, mm. but yeah, they did have some really, yeah. really beautiful, yeah. interesting yeah. moments in mm. the in the pieces of music. So it got a bit I more, really I guess, it. like in Doppler effect. Me and Walton were like 
like I was way better guitar then than I am now. <laughs> we were like shredding, you know, harmonize everything. Yeah. But then uh, AB Turbo was more shifted in in the songwriting direction and getting, I guess, a bit more mature. Yeah. So sure. you play the weird chords, you know, the propaganda chords, yeah, yeah. The, not just. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we. I Good think we recorded. Good yeah. Can you edit those out? No. What? My terrible just sound edit effects. Edit in like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Like, I don't even think it's that bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then so AB Turbo came along, and that was myself, Peter Walton again, Brad Allen White, who did a lot it was of always like stuff. kind of the same. Yeah, it was pretty much the same. People, yeah, and, mm. and by the time it got to Crossfire, it was nothing again. <laughs> I, I, suppose, I mean, I suppose it, it was, was starting afresh again. It just so, <laughs> Brett Allen White, we've we've mentioned that name a few times. Um, mm. The weirdest thing I dated uh, my my high school sweetheart or whatever, mm. um, and I met and I was really into guitar playing. I was really terrible, um, and I had like this old court Stratocaster that's actually sitting right there. There it is, mm. um, left or right? The left uh, on the right hand side. Oh, right. Ooh. Um, very nice. That's the first electric guitar I ever owned. And I used to go to her house and I used to take my guitar and my little shitty amp. There's like a Fender, a little tiny Fender amp lying around there. And I, I won't get rid of those two. No, no. Three, because I've got the little acoustic, my first acoustic. Then I've got that. Mm. And then I've got a little Fender, like 15 watt, like one by 10 or eight. And I, I used to go uh, to her house and her brother used to play drums i don't know if you know gareth McAllister. he will uh well i mean if you listen to all guns for ammo no 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 um yeah he's just very good friends with with brett ellen white and then like when i was did he work at butler's pizza (laughs) i think yeah he's got blondish hair yes yes yeah yeah, i do know yeah, and he went up to Grahamstown and he mm. played a whole bunch of black punk and ska bands yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, he was a very big factor in me staying involved and interested in music because I always used to go and jam at his place and he was an avid drummer and I was a shitty guitarist and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, I digress from your from your story. That's <laughs> no, cool, man. Because of Brett Allen White. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great guy, by the way. No, but you kept awesome. so you kept your first that's your first guitar that's my first i've got both first guitars yeah first amp kept it first amp kept it right. i'm kind of like a hoarder one. in that sense if anything if if anything sort of means anything to me i'm a very sentimental mm. person so i've got like all my first guitars i've got my first guitar that i played live yeah i've got my first uh i'd lend my two dogs after my two guitars yeah jackson and Charvel. um <laughs> My girlfriend was very upset when I sold my Jackson, so I had to buy another one. Um, but so yeah, your guitar and your dog matched. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I was really into it. At the, I mean, let's talk obsessive. If you can talk to any of my mates um, now from six years ago, they'll tell me that I was probably probably the most annoying person on earth because all I talked about was music. Mm. Did you well, never have that? Or were you, did you guys just always play it cool? uh 20s were a blur man uh, i don't know 20s this is my 30s brother oh uh, late bloom late, yeah i'm a late, late bloomer, bloomer. Oh, so cool, i mean man. i just got so obsessed and just started going that's right that's good to be passionate about no yeah i suppose yeah. okay so we're talking about ab turbo let's move on yeah uh 
What more about that? We, no, we filmed a cool video oh, did it, for that. Okay. We, All right. we had a song. Right. Oh, we did make a little... Yeah, we, we made a, quite a cool music video we were proud of. We shot it in the castle. We like <laughs> we filmed it in this old stable that they had to bring the horses out of so that we could film in there for mm. about an hour. Um, and they gave us like explicit rules not to flick the lights on and off. <laughs> because it's like a crazy old building and please don't do this because you're going to destroy everything so what did we do we got into the room and we just flicked the lights on and off looked really cool it looked rad <laughs> yeah <laughs> we didn't care. Shit. um and uh yeah so that was really cool um the, like it, you nobody with photosensitive epilepsy <laughs> yeah, no, no. yeah and the, the the interesting thing about that was that um it was essentially the doppler effect guys that ended up being in ab turbo okay. until and ab turbo stopped okay um and uh and when that ended then we moved on to to crossfire okay yeah, i think there was like a good eight months to a year break after ab Turbo. you know it's like that, yeah it was like 2010 and that's the age when you're kind of getting into your first job like proper yeah, yeah, proper sure. job and like people are just you know peter went to south korea to teach english so and and we had Everyone always like jammed together yeah um so it was weird to not have him around as a fellow guitarist yeah i mean i can imagine i mean those days i mean we're talking the early 2000s eh? yeah 2010 now no like late 2000s yeah i mean sorry man um yeah 2010 the 2010s yeah exactly um wait but is that i mean where did you guys? I mean, you guys did college and all that kind of jazz. Yeah, we tried. I suppose it. we're all a bit older now. Hey? <laughs> Flip, we are cuck old. Yeah, seasoned. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I Vintage. like that. Yeah. Um, and then, what year do you have a establishment date? Crossfire uh, collision. Because twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. Okay. I'd written like a few punk songs. Like I don't know, my music taste just went back to my roots. I guess. Yeah. Uh, I'd always loved like just the fast melodic punk stuff and i don't know why i kind of digressed from that in the first place you're like sick honest. of post-hardcore really yeah i mean metalcore and stuff it was such a big thing in in those years that like it was it's hard like not 2008, to be mm, like metalcore was yeah, like it was the thing end of yeah. heartache came along and it was like fuck how can you not be influenced by this this is so rad beautiful <laughs> yeah it was beautiful it was powerful and like you just get swept into that so yeah but then like after we'd had like a little break and AB Turbo stops, I was like, I just want to write some like fast melodic stuff again. So I wrote, yeah. I wrote like five songs. Um, I had no one else in the band at the time. Uh, so I said, I need a drummer and Noel Shelton. Don't know if you know Noel Shelton, but... Um, he used to play in a punk band called... Uh, False Pretense. False Pretense. That, was I, back that in the definitely day, yeah. uh, rings a bell. They're like yeah. crusty, crusty like punk, really fast, really. Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah, crust punk, I guess. Yeah, like crust punk, but it was cool. It was cool. It was cool. Um, it's had members from War and Salt. Uh, what is Neil the bassist from? Fight, fail to lose. Fail to lose. That's such a cool name. Still a cool name. That is a cool name, man. Fail to lose. Even. Like, <laughs> Um, so I phoned him up. I mean, I've been friends with Noah for years since like primary school. So I was like, yeah, man, you still got a drum kit in that shitty garage of yours? And yeah. he's like, yeah, maybe. So yeah, I sent him the tracks and he came. The first practice was God awful. He was so bad. Um, I didn't want, I didn't know how to break to him. When is it, if, whenever <laughs> is anyone like 
really good at their first session. Yeah, I know. So I gave him another chance and he went to him and actually practiced and he came back and he was like a different different drummer. So yeah, yeah. he was like, he got back into it. So I was like, cool, this is actually quite rad. It's like Pennywise-y kind of fast, fast punk. And so I actually, and I was looking for a bassist as well. And I was like, well, this guy, Craig McCune, mm-hmm. um, he played an LP show. Um, which were yes. you know they're kind of legends in them in their yeah, own right. And they had that sur- they were on that one surf DVD. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what what the how the song goes or anything like that. Um, it's like literally twenty. Jeez, when did I start working in Bittersweet? There was I was working in advertising at the time mm. with with uh, my brother-in-law, and I knew of Alpi Show because um, I knew. Galen Hossack from school. Um, he was a bit older than me, but his his sister was my year, so I knew him and, and all that kind of jazz. And he's in West Coast Wolves now, yeah? yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, and I just, that LP show always brings me so much memories mm. because we uh, we used to work on a client, Glenn Fiddick. Mm, um, good whiskey, though, man. And we used to, you know, obviously get a little bit of complimentary mm. every now and again. Mm. And it was like a absolute ritual to get together every Tuesday or Thursday and we'd punish some single malt whiskey and <laughs> mm. listen to uh, just because you know how the, um, the, the um, surf movies and all that's all skate punk and, yeah. and surf punk and all that kind of stuff. And I'll be sure I'll never forget is on that one. It, I wish, I wish I could remember the director. He's a very good friend of my brother-in-law. In fact, uh, Jason, Heinz, I think his name is, um, surf guy, mm. um, and he produced that. Anyway, long ass fucking story, but that's how I discovered LP show and and what they're all about. And also, mm. they had a really good reputation. I remember they were in, I think one of the first. Remember Blunt magazine? Yeah, 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 yeah. LP show was like one of the bands that were uh, before I was ever I'd even considered being in a band. Like they were. They had articles about LP show and it was this punk band and I just thought it was like, (coughs) sorry. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's what makes it exciting, man. Yeah. Like there's other guys doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, And there was this, yeah, there was this band LP show and Galen Hossack was like in this And he was a pro surfer doing Billabong classics and shit. We we met him when we were, well, I met him when we were still back, when I was still back in Zero Tolerance and he recorded our, our little scar ep yeah. we went around <laughs> that, to was his a house. Job, that was our job shadow we recorded a song at galen hossack's house shit serious. yeah yeah um <laughs> was that the spot um in the southern suburbs it was in Harfield, like yeah, down yeah. The road. Oh, okay yeah because yeah. i used to visit um in uh, they've they used to, his parents used to have a spot in in victoria bay oh wow um that uh, the land's end i think it was called mm. and I, I i was good friends with his sister because we were the same age and uh yeah bro um vic bay surfer all mm. that kind of stuff it's yeah. awesome um but great punk rock at the same time yeah. mm. no great band so yeah so craig McCune, who's i think he was also a writer Just for blunt depth yeah, oh, sorry are we are we waffling on too much we all look there. bored it's pretty it's so pretty i look bored to you <laughs> i'm i'm do the getting viewers look bored? i don't know um What's that? do the viewers look bored um well yeah, fuck know. It's your fault. (laughs) (laughs) Our lives are not that interesting. It's just just how it happens. Well, it's interesting to me, so carry on talking. (laughs) Okay, we'll try to speed it up. Okay, so then Craig joined. We had Nolan drums. 
uh one guitarist me and then matt said well i'm not doing anything so let me try it for singing and i was like oh i don't know <laughs> then it felt like the doppler effect all over again I was yeah like, oh, put him through it again about? yeah and i remember actually remember um i remember you guys said something along the lines of like yeah we kind of looking for something a little bit different True. um which i mean would have been <laughs> amazing yeah like i think it would have been amazing but uh but I also was kind of stoked, like that maybe you know I'd have another chance to sing for. You know, well, dude, I, I mean, and it was different this time because this time I would have uh, I was gonna have to play guitar and sing. A Doppler effect. I didn't play guitar. I just sang. Okay. So I had that like that awkward on stage, like no props to hide behind, um, and so yeah, it was an interesting mean, change to get well, back to, into playing with the same guys again as AB Turbo and the Doppler effect. Yeah, dude. But this time with a... Guitar in front of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, I find that... That's that fucking, like, patting your head. Exactly. For the life of me, cannot do it. And I literally tip my hat to anybody who can because I find that, like, literally the most difficult thing Mm. to do on earth. And Mm. I just can't seem... I mean, I'm a pretty coordinated dude. Um... I was always good in sports and all that kind of shit. And that's just one thing I've always struggled with. Is that, and then keeping yeah. your, mm-hmm. your your vocals to be in time with that beat, you know. Uh, it's easy when you record. Because we recorded everything separately. And then mm-hmm. that first time we're like, okay, because we did an interesting, because he recorded everything first. And then we came in and did vocals. It was easy, easy to lay out the songs. And then we practiced them together. And I was like, I don't actually know how I'm going to do this. Yeah, I did. Because... I can't, I physically cannot play, I cannot play guitar and, and sing at the same time. So I've got to, I've got to learn like a new skill here. Are you, did you also get like stuck with that? <laughs> if your, if your vocal melody goes, da, 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 and then you're going, da, da, you're going, da, when you're strumming, <laughs> like, da, 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 like all, your hands, like going at the same oh, yeah. beat as what you're trying to sing i don't know that's my problem i always know but that, but that's why i couldn't like be a drummer separating your I left and your right i can't separate the if i had to drum like i can't that's i can't so separate my arms from my legs so my arms and legs do the same thing <laughs> so that's why drumming to me is amazing because i can't like i couldn't Shit, never do man. that okay so i think what we should do now mm. um lots of background but you know it's been a long time since i've done a podcast Mm-hmm. Um, I first of all want to apologize to anybody who has stayed interested in the podcast. Um, as you can see, things have changed. I think I've just been in the constant search for improvement. And with the constant search for improvement, you get a lot of procrastination. You've got you got good g- props now, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. There we go. Those Ooh. aren't sweets, by the way. Lighting was amazing. I think yeah, it's good. I, I've, I've been on that search just trying to make things better not having like this weird nothing in between us kind mm. of situation. Although I really enjoyed the previous podcast, I just didn't ever feel comfortable. Mm. Um, so sorry to, to, to everybody who's waited, um, all three of you, um, but <laughs> I'm back. Okay. It's happening. Um, thanks guys for coming around. Yeah, cool. I, I want to first have a pee, <laughs> mm. but let's introduce something new yes right what is it gonna be (laughs) um well 
Okay, yeah, let's do... Um, let's do a new track. Let's do a new track. The new album. Let's show you EP. a new track, yeah, um, from from our new EP slash album. Um, and I don't know, see what you think. I'm excited. What is the song called? And The song is called Childless Dad Bod. And <laughs> I love it. The album's called Deadlock, which is also one of the songs on the album. So take it away. But... Oh, are we? No, 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 you totally away, ruined my cutaway. Are we not revealing the artwork and and all that kind of jazz? Isn't this yeah, involved? Yeah, we haven't we haven't um, we haven't announced what the album's called. Um, Was it not supposed to do that? No, no, no. I mean, no. this is this is it. Yeah, we're awkwardly announcing the the album. I think we should do it. EP. Um, because we haven't said that up until this point. We've, okay. Uh, we've only said we've you know we've we're busy in studio recording this thing, and and, okay. and now it's getting to that stage where we're going to be releasing this thing. Um, pretty soon uh, we've got artwork we've got um, everything kind of lining up which is great and it's uh, it's uh, I'll tell you what I'll tell you what we do what what is the song called what childless dad childless dad bod (laughs) by crossfire collision we'll talk about the new release uh, when we come back I just wanted to thank you Show you 
All right, that was Childless Dad Bod by Crossfire Collision off the album. Deadlock. Deadlock. Mm-hmm. Nice one, guys. Thank Flip you. It. it was awesome. All right, thank you. Um, now tell me, how did how did the whole? When did you start writing the album, and how did it all come about? What's the theme? Uh, well, we we wrote the album because we had two new members yet again, um, Bruce McDougall who is the bassist okay. he joined um probably about a year and a bit mm. about a year yeah and a about bit. a year and a bit I think. and then uh, old sean dv the classic dv back in the frame back at it again back, back at frame. it what again did he, did he <laughs> well he was in he was in doppler effect the drummer the, the drum. yeah and then he played for hogs for how many years i don't know and then we had Noel on drums and we had jimmy mcgregor on drums who played in a band called sweet victory which were really rad um and then he went to scotland so we're like well sean if you want to come back and jam some more punk rock. come crawling yeah, back man, man. crawling back but yeah, he's been he's been back for a while though isn't yeah, it? yeah it's yeah, been I mean, a like couple for, years mm. yeah a couple of years at least yeah so it was the first album we tracked with the new drummer sean and the new bassist bruce so it was quite we weren't sure how it was gonna go but it was Wicked. sounds right so <laughs> so in in the recording process did you um do like a scratch track and then you uh recorded the drums and then re-recorded the guitars or no, how did the process no. like, i mean uh, because obviously i know mm. and everybody can know that that you tracked the album yeah um, yeah, you, yeah. You uh, i recorded it are a and, sound and engineer it, yeah. so usually for our, our last full-length album panic face mm-hmm. i kind of wrote all the songs and i was like cool this is how it's gonna go Okay. come and, and record it and it was cool um, i'm happy with the songs but i wanted more kind of input from the rest make it more of a band album yeah sure so i still came up with a lot of the ideas but matt also came up with a lot of ideas okay. and we actually jammed the songs okay. live you know practice them okay um which is something we haven't actually done before so we were able to mm. refine it to everyone's kind of input and taste okay. and i think that's resulted in something that's more, I know that reflects. Okay, so this. initially the first, um, so initially your first um, releases and stuff were all based on your songwriting. You were the main yeah, songwriter pretty much. in the situation. Because like, I mean, it, it, it was just convenience as well. Because you know, I've had a studio for a while, so I could churn out. If I had an idea, it was easy for me to record yeah. something basic with with drums and guitars and stuff. Like regardless, you were mucking about in there anyway. Yeah, I was just fucking around. It's <laughs> so always uh, been something that you've been really keen on. I yeah, and uh, you know, if no one else submits songs, I guess I'm gonna do it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I did it, and but this time. So you wrote know, songs, start to finish, lyrically as well. N- not so much lyrically, because I got lazy at that point, and I just okay. I said, Matt, here's the songs, you just write the lyrics. Okay. But for this mm. latest one, it was much more like I wrote maybe two or three of the song, the lyrics. Okay. And the melodies, um, I didn't sing it all of it, but it was cool to kind of combine that songwriting okay. together instead of just being like. How does that happen? Um, how does that um, translate in terms of a time frame structure? Because um, you'll obviously get your bands that that will record when the main songwriter of the band or whatever will 
put the songs together and everybody learns and and the vocalist writes the writes the lyrics and stuff how how challenging it is it uh, for a band that has dual responsibility or try responsibility or quad responsibility it depends mm. on how many members you have involved in the writing process um i think um a lot of people out there are, are interested to know in terms of you know you 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 get the bands where there's the one main songwriter mm. and then you get bands where the input is completely mutual um mm. but that also has a time factor mm that that is associated with that as far as i i, know, I think the, the 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 difference maybe with um with with deadlock compared to uh panic face yeah was uh that panic face took a long time to record um pre-production was a long time mm-hmm. uh and what made it easy to to have it take a long time was that it was all sort of pre-written and there was no there was a little bit less uh of an organic like kind of thing to it so it was you know everybody just had to come in and do their parts okay um and so you know i would come in and i would write lyrics and i would just have the 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 music for a lot of the tracks and for quite a long time and i would write lyrics for it and then we'd come in and there wasn't um a sense of urgency uh and so we kind of took our time on it and we wanted to make it really good and, and mm-hmm. it, it did end up being uh, as good as we wanted it to be. But we were, I think from start to finish, some of the songs that we wrote in Panic Face were two years old by the time that that album was yeah. released. Um, whereas with Deadlock, uh, we it was a really, really cool um, uh, way of writing songs where we all jammed them and we knew how the songs we were like ready to basically play yeah. them all live before we got into the studio yeah um which was different we hadn't done that before i mean we didn't do that in any of the other bands that we were in yeah um so i think i think that was pretty cool um and i reckon so I, like the jamming aspect of it being like there's more uh positivity from everybody's side because like yeah. there's everybody's input and you're like oh Fuck, that mm. sounds and, really and, cool, you know. And you're not stuck to the structure, mm. so yeah. so especially what, the drum parts. You'd be like, well, but does that uh, happen in a jam room, or does that happen if you are? Most of it. I mean, you like to go rap. into the recording process with like an eighty-five percent idea of what you want to do. Yeah, you know, you don't want to go in there with like no idea. Mm. Yeah. But uh, I mean, there were parts where I was like, okay, I know Sean can do something epic, drum for Yeah, here. I have no idea what I want here, but it's got to be something on the toms or and I'll just be like, well, let's loop it a few times and then you'll sit there and do about 10 takes. Mm. And like, cool, I've got an idea. Let's do that. Okay. And it came out well. Um, we kind of left out an album though. We had Have Heart was before. Yes. I've, I've actually, yeah, yeah, of I course. Wanted yeah. To, I wanted to play one of uh, the, the songs from Have Heart that cool. I really, really enjoy. But, um, so t- so tell me when when did have heart was one of the more recent ones uh, panic yeah. face was recently and then have heart was just before that no right? no other way around, well, other yeah, way around I, yeah actually it was it was have heart is the one that took like two years yeah, that's i mean the whole long. process took so long that i've like skipped an album but um have heart was it took a long time to mm-hmm. record and, and panic face was i mean I, I suppose that one was like a little bit quicker um mm-hmm. that was a couple of months but um 
Yeah, I have one. Took took a while. So uh, this one is by far the quickest that you've you've done. Yeah, and like the and it was super fun to do, <laughs> yeah. dude. Like it was so fucking rad. Um, you can hear that it's just, it's just so. Yeah. It's mint, man. It's and it's so no cool. Description. What is rad about this one is that is that we didn't we we st- started writing and ended writing with um, the same members who were involved in the songwriting process. So um, it was what was cool about it was um, that the involvement was like super mm. high, like from from beginning to end. So the thing got written and recorded, and everybody was amped yeah. and. Uh, that we hadn't really done before um so that was quite cool that's like it's so cool actually it's so cool that i actually so quickly want to hear another song yeah what are we gonna hear Uh, um i don't know let's just play another one excuse me excuse me my eyes are down here excuse Mm. me my My eyes are down here You know? Is that what we hear? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> My eyes are going here. <laughs> Get out of the guys, they just cut you loose 
Excuse me. My eyes are down here. <laughs> By well, Crossfire well. Collision, dudes. <laughs> so much fun. Mm. The most ridiculous song names we've ever had. <laughs> it's it it makes them rememberable. It makes them awesome. Based I, on a I, true story. Okay. Um, the drummer Sean. He worked. <laughs> he worked with someone, and I think he had like crystals in his beard or something. <laughs> and yeah, like, uh, those, like, get, like so so metal that they like braid their, <laughs> their chin beard. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, wasn't he like also some? He was like also like a hippie or whatever. Oh, he's like a coder, but it was like a weird, like a hippie coder. Okay. I don't know hippie something coders. about like. Jeez, I don't know this kind of genre. <laughs> it's 2019. <laughs> okay. Man. Um. So yeah, something about him wanting. From yeah, the. Mm. So I think Sean okay. was staring at it, and that's how it's like. Excuse me, my Excuse eyes. Excuse me, are my eyes up here. Like down, down here. Down here. <laughs> 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 i love it man i love it so the whole the whole, the the, the premise of the song is excuse me my eyes no, are down here yeah that's awesome man we laughed like so hard talking about this don't know why but yeah crystal knitted into this dude's beard um and we just named the song that the song is fast and like it's yeah it is and it's yeah but i enjoyed it it's fun it's uh it's crisp and clear it's Mm. just congratulations i'm so proud of you guys i mean thank you man coming from me it doesn't really mean much but 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 uh really really good stuff i'm super stoked that you guys are putting out new stuff i mean i've got your merch uh i've got your cap i've got your i was gonna wear your t-shirt but i thought it would be a bit you know I was gonna wear my t-shirt, but then I also thought it would be a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Buy our merch. You gotta, you gotta pick yeah. your battles, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, but do, yeah, do one of those links. I bought all your merch. I've bought your previous CDs. My girlfriend's like your biggest fan. Um, yeah. So I'm yeah. really stoked. Yeah, she absolutely loves you guys. Um, we've we've had some parties together in the past. I think uh, Dev, Devin. I don't know. You don't like uh, you don't like the abbreviations. Eh? I don't care what you Is call it, me, man. How, do you, do a lot of people call you Dev? Some people. Okay. That what like do to, you prefer? To like, that like to take chances. They call me Dev. Okay. <laughs> I took. A, I just took a chance. I took and a leap you, of faith. You passed, man. <laughs> You're allowed to. Yeah, um, so so Devin, I think mm. when did I meet you? I think I met you around the same time. Remember, I was giving the whole mm. uh, man in suits uh, Rob Hope story, but. We we met each other and it was a it was an electrifying <laughs> meeting. Uh, oh, remember mm. Springboks? I do very well. That's where I first met you. You remember when you used Tuesday to nights or Thursday nights? It was something. It was Jug Nights. Jug Nights. Remember they did Sangria and mm. then they did the other night they did the Castle Draft. Mm. Mm. Gotta be honest, I I did uh, attend uh, a couple of those, <laughs> but because it was half price for the Oaks outside. While the chicks got their enjoyment, mm. it was it mm. was mm-hmm. um, no word of a lie. That's exactly how it worked. Boys yep. that side, girls inside. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know that's the way things were those yeah. days. You know what I'm <laughs> saying, <laughs> man. <laughs> but um, but uh, I met you one night, and I can't remember who I was with, and we hit it off, and we were drinking lots of and mm. uh, lots of beer, and we. I was like, I was fanboy. 
I got to say, I was a huge <laughs> fanboy of uh, oh, Man Suits, and then yeah. I saw Doppler play at the Independent Armchair Theatre. Independent, in yeah. Main, Main Red Obs, Observatory, yeah. and that's where I got the egg. Yeah, um, yeah. That was probably my. I don't know. That must have been. That was it, bro. My first show, yeah. That's the first show I ever saw. First and last show uh, I ever saw of the Doppler effect. Um, I wasn't lucky enough to to follow you guys and be be um, creepy like I mm. was with Man in Suit. It's a shame, but it's been really awesome having you guys here. It's um, it's really refreshing, in fact, because like I said to you guys off camera, I was really struggling. I didn't know where I was going to go with this whole podcast thing. Mm. Um, like I said, it's the constant need for improvement and with that constant need uh for improvement there's a lot of procrastination and a lot of mm. random money spent i mean i <clears throat> just to to explain i bought like a huge table to to get like a whole joe rogan vibe happening here and i was just yeah. like oh, that's not how i am i want to be mm. relaxed really where body slops and this table yeah totally uh well uh, you gotta you make do with what you with what you got but like sorry to those uh people there's uh, been a few people who've asked me about what am i doing are you carrying on um i bumped into some people in jeffrey's bay on a tour where i was just there on holiday and they were like dude where's the next podcast oh, and all really? that kind of shit. so thank you oh, everybody cool. i can rattle off a few names Marie smith uh i think it's smith sorry if i, I forgot <laughs> it wrong um art Pereira, you're a legend um I'm not going to rattle a lot off, but, but you guys, you guys have been awesome asking when, when all these things are going to happen. Crossfire collision. What, when can we see you next? Uh, when is the EP launch and, um, how can people get hold of you? First, the OBs. Oh, Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Been uh, waiting Crossfire for like an collision hour. I've brought a special, uh, thing here and we're not quite sure what it is. They're going to explain exactly what it is. Oh yeah, that's a good year. So we just like this is like a, a band tradition. Okay, so tell me about it. Take a swig first. <laughs> yeah, let's sample this little Cedric's Old Brown Dude. since 1916. It's apparently what they say. I believe it's 18 rand. It's not even cold. That cold weather. So man, this is extra warm. No, this is the stuff. This warms warms your vocal cords. Vocal cords. Oh wait, let me put that on. Um. Uh, what is the question? Where does the oh. OBS um, tradition come from? Um, is that coming my way? It's coming your oh, way. Oh, I thought you. Okay, wait. I got, I'll answer both questions. Um, the OBS, we've recorded almost every single <laughs> vocal track uh, after a little bit of OBS. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just warms the cockles. That's a saying. The just alcoholics. Move on. Um, that's really nice. <laughs> and the next time, I mean, we, we, we're we going to release this uh, this next EP, Deadlock, in the next um, sort of two, three months. Okay. Uh, we're, we're, we're fortunate that we don't have um, a strict deadline or whatever, but um, we're, we're busy wrapping up artwork. Uh, we are looking at um, a couple of venues to uh have a rad launch yeah um and in the meanwhile we're playing uh, a couple of shows with some good mates 
um, over the next uh, the next while, um, February, March, and April. And uh, okay, we'll rat- rattle those off just in case we get this out in time. If we get this out in time, we're playing a show with Fuzzigish, two shows while they come on tour Seriously? down to Cape Town. Um, that's uh, this weekend. Venues, venues. Um, Friday is at Anklaas Stenbosch. Okay. So that's Friday the 15th. Correcto. Friday the 15th at Stenbosch, Anklaas with Fuzzigish, ourselves, Alive at Midnight and The Shabs. And then the same lineup on the Saturday at Mercury Live, Saturday the 16th. Um, yeah, I think both shows are going to be, especially the Mercury one, I think is almost sold out. So Excellent. Mm. Get your tickets. And that's so going to be great, dude, because um, uh, why that show, and if if this does happen to come out after that show... Um, I'm going to push ho- my hardest, man. Hope, <laughs> I'm going like, to get it done. Hopefully, hopefully it's gone really well. Um, but why that's that show is so significant for me personally is because the first show that I ever went to in my life, mm-hmm. um, before I even knew that ska music was a thing, um, which was, I mean, the first band I was in was a ska band, was, um, get in there, man. Gotta do it. Gotta so get uh, was a show at Boogaloo's Skate Park in Canal Walk. Mm. Yes, I remember that. And it well, was a show with. I don't remember going because I never went. Remember that place, yeah? <laughs> I remember the time when that yeah. happened. Yeah, it was yeah. Nashama, Fuzzigish, and Nashama Fungi Gone West. Um, yeah, it must have been Fungi <coughs> Gone West. Um, mm. And Hogs might have played. Maybe, yeah. Uh, and it was the first time that I'd I'm ever sure heard Ill trumpets Sister in a band. I'm might have yeah. actually played that gig. Oh, re- uh, yes, I think they maybe did. But really? They've been around them. that long. <laughs> They've been around forever, Pardon? right? Ill System's been around for. Yeah, they've been around for for quite some time, mm. um, since two thousand and five, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, possibly. I think I think uh, I remember Sean saying mm. uh, that no, they this. played one of their shows at some stage. Um, but so, Fuzzy Gish, Crossfire Collision, Alive at Midnight, Alive at Midnight, and the uh, you know, it, actually, I feel really bad. I've got to actually apologize. I'm just keep that yeah, yeah. thought. Okay. <laughs> I've got to apologize to Bullet Script. Mm. Um, obviously, with this constant uh, need for improvement and procrastination, I haven't quite yet got their podcast down, and and th- I've been meaning to have them on for a long time mm. because yeah. they've got breath and new vocalists. They've mm. got, got Carl. I've had on the, the podcast with the Mark pipeline. Price. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so interested in Bullet Script's uh, journey so far. So, Bullet Script, I promise you, next, you're next. Mm-hmm. And um, sounds like a threat. stop it they're trying to kill you (laughs) Um, but yeah bullet script I want to apologize and then I I can't even remember what I was going to say after that but carry on what you were saying can you remember what you were even saying you're like completely totally totally well I was saying that um, uh, (laughs) since since that first show that I'd ever been to yeah uh, when I was introduced to ska and punk rock music basically and that was I think I was probably about Fuck, 16. Um, since then, and through all the bands that I've ever been in, uh, this is the first time that Fuzzigish, which was essentially the band that got me into ska and punk rock, yeah. have asked a band that, I've, that I'm have that i in 
to play a show with them. So it's sort of come full circle. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm fucking thrilled, dude. Like mm. I'm, I'm so in our mid thirties. Yeah, circle. it's a bad guy. Finally time. made it. Fuzzy Gish were <laughs> and are still heavyweights, mm. bro. Yeah, remember time, back yeah. in the day when completely, it was man. like a Fuzzy Gish concert. You got to go mm. because you, you yeah. might not get in. It's a secret. Just don't break up. Don't break up. In saying that, guys, any mm. um, advice to any up and coming musician guy who hasn't touched. Uh, instrument or anything like that how do you keep it going drink old brown cherry drink old brown cherries breakfast and yeah i think just keep it just just keep it going like try keep it fresh write new songs it's never going to be easy playing in a band in this country in the punk rock scene because you know it's hard to get people to come out to shows but you know i mean uh, i'm happy sitting in my room writing songs and getting satisfaction out of that and then the live thing is like another dimension and when it goes right it's awesome so well, one thing yeah. that i've noticed is that um a lot of bands that have that have everything uh musically that like going for them yeah. and they put out like a good album you mentioned man and suit earlier man and suit came out when they came out with battle for us for the sky was nuts, that album was fucking rad dude um and uh I also came from a completely left field. Like I didn't know. I mean, I was a. I was still listening to like like Nirvana and everything yeah. at that stage. Mm-hmm. You know, like in the two thousand. Good album, so I, I I was a late bloomer in terms of any sort of like. The, I mean, when I heard that double bass pedal, <laughs> I was like, "Shit, son! I've got to get this into my life." And that's when I started. Mm. Um, but just, I remember. I remember yeah. they when they when they they stopped. And I just bought that album. I was devastated. I was like, "What the fuck, man! You just yeah. came out with the, like an amazing album," um, and uh, and I still kind of like secretly hoping yeah. one day like they'll start something up again. Yeah. Um, but I think a, a lot of local bands, like from Cape Town, um, stop playing. Yeah. Just stop yeah. for one reason or another. Um, and and the one thing that's that. I think maybe I don't know is is quite a uh, I don't know if it's a cool thing to do is just to carry on fucking playing, carry on playing. Yeah. If yeah. someone bails, like just keep it going. Just keep it going, yeah. Um, and and that way, it's like it's always constant work. And also, it's about having fun. Like, it, but the it, the end result is that ab- absolute unadulterated satisfaction. And don't take it too seriously, like, oh, dude. Like guys, we finish this the song and if you look back at it we wrote the song in like whatever in like mm. three months three mm. days three minutes um but yeah it's like when you're playing it over like one. these speakers it's so rad to just you know put it on and play it and it's like a lot of effort went into that um 100%. and it's it's so cool to just hear it being played back mm. like cool we made this it's, it's rad yeah i mean also quickly i mm. mean i know we we, mm. we we've we've chatted about the new ep and all that kind of mm. stuff but how is it because you played this for me for the first time tonight and i was very wary of your body language mm-hmm. and i could see you were more intent of like getting that you know just that those nuances that you know are there mm. to someone like me who's sitting there going and, and enjoying it as a mm. just a complete listener 
Yeah. I was well, so relaxed listening because it was so good. So, mm. um, uh, what do you, dynamic, consistent, it just, it's all that in, in, in one. It really, really is a, a really good recording. You sent it away for, for yeah, it got so, so I, I recorded it and mixed it. And then we sent it to Steve Nagasaki, who's based in Las Vegas. Um, he, he mastered our, our last EP and he's such a nice guy and he does a really good job. Um, but as you said, yeah. like, like, I don't think if you're in a band and you're an engineer in the band, you'll probably know that you can't suck yourself out of it. You always yeah. live in that, you live in that space. Totally. You can't just sit back and enjoy it. That's the <laughs> sacrifice you make. They'll sit there mixing that thing for like, I'll be yeah, like, that snare needs to come up now. Fuck. Why didn't I put that up where you just like, yeah, da, 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 da. So it's, but it's a blessing and a curse. I dig it. I really enjoy mixing and well, that's another thing so that's that, cool. that maybe saves a few um, bucks as well. So. Some people who <laughs> like who, who are interested in, in getting into that realm and uh, some people who have the knowledge of sound engineering and all that kind of jazz just to mm. know, to, 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 to narrow it down and then know when to draw a line in the sand kind of yeah. situation. Is that what you like. yeah and i mean i would love to track somewhere else just to be different you know i don't yeah. i mean i like i like having having the control i mean yeah. i'm not gonna lie it's cool to be like i get to decide how sure. the snare sounds but sometimes you just gotta say look let's try something new yeah uh, but you know bands don't have a budget you know to go hire out like a fucking beautiful drum sure. room costs money and we're lucky that even these sound devices are oh, not yeah, cheap man. these days dude um, You're never gonna make that back. Pursuits <laughs> of happiness, trying to get. Um, another reason why I also want to, uh, I just want to address this quickly, yeah. is that another reason why it's been, and I, I, I feel like it's been an uphill, like struggle for me trying to get all this podcast uh, situation up and running, is because I was running off a little two input thing, and then mm. as soon as you have more than one guest, it's a different situation, etc., yeah. etc. So sound devices are important mm. uh, people who know what they're doing is uh, is important etc etc so it's um it's good to know when to 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 decide that this is my wheelhouse and this isn't yeah um but thank you so much guys for being here t today mm. um it's my first one in a long time i feel like i've been like super rusty and asking the weirdest questions and um <laughs> just going off on a tangent yeah, we also, random stories we also rested dude but, but another thing is I don't care I'll do what I fucking want um, but it's been great yeah. to have you guys here oh, and, thank you um, man I remember seeing this really cool video that you guys put out in 2016 um, and I'd like to close off with that it's your video that's uh, with the it was filmed at my house yeah uh, <laughs> at your house Cross the road, man. Okay. We actually live really close to each other. You know that. We do. That's a shame we don't but see more of each other. Um, I'll I'll have a word with you off, <laughs> off camera. <laughs> yeah. So that song is called Brothers. Okay. And do you want to? All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Papa G's house is gonna have to carry on its usual vibe. I uh, have been very lazy of late procrastination. Uh, search for improvement i promise i will try and get these uh, episodes out as often as i physically and uh, mentally can because it's also a mental process 
Um, but thank you so much. But I, I also want to emphasize the fact that I really want everybody to get in contact with me. I've got Papa G's house at gmail.com. I've got the Papa G's house podcast Facebook page. I've got Papa G dot uh, TV or Papa G underscore TV at uh, in Instagram. DM me, send me emails, give me topics to talk about. It, it'll, it, it only adds to the process. No question is a stupid question. You know how it goes. Uh, South Africa is also another area where I don't, I don't see podcasts being very on it and popular and all that kind of stuff. Get me in contact with people who are doing podcasts around. I'd like to meet with them, etc., etc., etc. So get in contact with us. This is Papa G's house. This is Crossfire Collision. That's Devin. That's Matt. Thank you for listening. I've been a bit yeah. rusty. But who cares? I'll see you in less than a week. I'm out.
front line Whoa, for a reason Whoa, with brothers we will fight off this night Whoa, it's the reason